The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 11th of August. In your Squiz today, Australia's concern over Afghan prisoner release, Lebanon's government resigns, Teddy Sheehan to be awarded the Victoria Cross and taking a look or not at budgie smugglers. This is your Squiz today. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has directly appealed to US President Donald Trump and Afghan President Ashraf Ghani in a bid to stop the release of an Afghan ex-soldier who killed three unarmed Australian soldiers back in 2012. Before we get into why the Afghan soldier could be released, Claire, fill in a bit of the background here. Hek Matula was the name of the sergeant in the ANA, the Afghan National Army, when he murdered Rick Milosevic, James Martin and Robert Pote. They were the three Australians who were playing cards inside their Tarankwat base in Afghanistan. He killed them and injured two others and fled. Uh, it led to a massive manhunt that took about six months and involved the top end of Australia's spy agencies and all sorts of technology Uh, to try and track him down. They brought him back from Pakistan to Afghanistan. He was given the death sentence and he's been in prison ever since. And it looks like he will be one of those prisoners who will be released under a a peace deal. So 4,600 soldiers have been released so far as part of a peace agreement between the US and the Taliban. That would see a total of 5,000 prisoners released. Hek Matullah is one of 400 more extreme cases yet to be released. And it's really been the subject of a lot of discussion between the Afghan government and the Taliban. As you say, it was the US government who did a deal with the Taliban to try and bring on peace, and it's taken quite a bit to get the Afghan government to the table. But after discussions quite recently over those 400 hardcore fighters that include Hek Matala, uh, their release seems imminent in the coming days. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said the release of prisoners was unpopular, but it should lead to a peace agreement and the end of the war in Afghanistan. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says the release of Hekmatullah won't contribute to regional peace and so continues to make those representations that he should remain behind bars. The families of the murdered soldiers have said the news of Hekmatullah's potential release is devastating. Moving on now to an update on COVID numbers, another record day in terms of fatalities in Victoria with 19 people aged between 50 and 90 dying from the coronavirus yesterday. 14 of these came from aged care homes. The aged care sector is back in the spotlight, Claire. It is the Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety is focusing its hearings in the coming days about whether the sector could have done more to keep residents safe. We know that hundreds of people connected to aged care have died already with COVID-19. The short answer to that question about whether more could be done seems to be yes. There seems to be a lack of communications between the federal government, which has oversight for the aged care system, and the state governments, of course, that are looking after the COVID response on the ground. And while we're all hoping for this to be over as soon as possible, Prime Minister Scott Morrison said yesterday that things like border restrictions could still be in place by Christmas, saying it's unlikely will be a restriction-free society in that time frame. 
Getting into some international news now, and the death toll from the explosion in Beirut has climbed to 220, 110 people still missing. In the face of massive protests over what people say is years of corruption and mismanagement, the government has now resigned. Prime Minister Hassan Diab has given an address to the nation uh, overnight and he says that the government will go, but the issue is a long ruling class whose corruption has asphyxiated the country. He says that he'll now go and fight the battle for change alongside the people. Uh, It's very unlikely, commentators say, that the resignation of the government will fix things because that underlying issue of corruption and mismanagement stays with the system. Over to Hong Kong now and a pro-democracy media tycoon named Jimmy Lai, a billionaire who owns a tabloid paper called Apple Daily, has been arrested under the new national security laws, Claire, on charges of colluding with foreign forces. He's well known for his very strong pro-democracy views and anti-China views and he's been protesting and very outspoken for a number of years. That's actually a point that China's state media pointed out uh, as a reason for him being uh, a charged with those collusion charges. He has said in the past that if he was arrested that he'll just kick back and read a book and use the time wisely, but the 71-year-old faces a maximum penalty of life imprisonment if he is convicted. It's a fairly serious thing. And there's still lots going on in regards to Hong Kong and this new law. The members of the Five Eyes Security Alliance, which includes Australia, have condemned the city's postponement of their elections. And over the weekend, the US imposed sanctions on Hong Kong officials, including leader Carrie Lam. Overnight, China mirrored the action by imposing sanctions on 11 Americans. It was back in June that we spoke about the efforts being made to recognise Edward Teddy Sheehan, an 18-year-old Navy man who fought in Timor-Leste back in 1942 with a posthumous Victoria Cross, the highest possible military honour. An expert panel has now given the thumbs up, Claire. Dr Brendan Nelson, the former Liberal Party leader and Defence Minister and head of the Australian War Memorial, headed up that expert panel review. What it found was that the extent of his heroic deeds wasn't really captured in the submissions that were made for the award. So when they had a look over all of it, uh, the recommendation is that a VC should be awarded and that will happen. It's the first time a member of the Royal Australian Navy will receive receive a VC, uh, even as you say, posthumously, and a really big achievement that was very welcomed by his family and by supporters. And in some sports news now, the US PGA golf tournament wrapped up yesterday. It was won by American Colin Morikawa, but we always like to know how the Aussies did. So tell us about Jason Day. Jason Day has had a really terrible few years. He was world number one. He really shot onto the scene and did extremely well for a period of time, but then he had some major back issues. And yesterday he came through the pack and was able to end up uh, in equal fourth. We're really taking away though from Colin Morikawa. He had a (laughs) stunning um, major title victory uh, with what commentators call the shot of the decade. And we've got a link to that in the email today. But Day really, hopefully, fingers crossed for him after a big backstory and many years of struggle seems to be coming back into form. 
And each day you give us a song lyric that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? I've gone for something relatively modern. Larissa, in fact, I think it's even still in the Ooh. top 50 chart. Um, the Weekend <laughs> in Your Eyes, I've gone for the lyric, oh, yeah. um, I Always Look the Other Way. Uh, that goes to <laughs> our story today about budgie smugglers. Apparently they are back in fashion and I have to say whenever I'm confronted uh, with, a, <laughs> with a lot of budgie smugglers, that's what I tend to do. Averting the eyes, it's a smart <laughs> thing to do sometimes. It's a pretty interesting article on the history of budgie smugglers. So if you want to take a look, I'll put a link in your episode notes. There are some pictures though, <laughs> just a warning. That's all from us. Before we go, a big congratulations to Squizzit Diane, who was the winner of the recent Booktopia comp for getting her people onto the Squiz. If you enjoy the Squiz, telling your friends, your family, your dog walker, anyone at all about us is such a huge help. And if you use the blue button in your Squiz Today email, you could be on your way to Squizhead status, which gives you access to our weekend email, the Saturday Squiz. Have a good Tuesday. We'll be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where you're shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.